Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. And here we go. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your engine! Greetings and welcome to Friday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is January twenty second. Andy, how we doing? Brendan, I'm uh, I'm doing great. I'm good. I'm feeling rested. I'm I'm ready to talk golf. First, I'd like to issue an apology. Oh, I love apology when we lead off with apologies. What are you What are you sorry for? I talked about fake winter on the last episode, and I. I didn't specify when I mentioned New York that I meant New York City. I did not mean the great state of New York. I did not mean to, you know, talk about Buffalo or Rochester people. You're this this metropolitan, urbanite elitist. You know, New York is only one place to you. Living in Chicago. None of them know. They aren't battling. They know what real winter is. All the fake winterers. Syracuse. I got some yeah. great messages. I got uh, unbelievable support from from oh, people. Really? Yeah, people. Oscar, my boy Oscar in Sweden, said "Fake Winter" is an early favorite for the best non-golf take of the year. I just I can't he believe your winter is shaming. Your winter shaming people. Some people are riding it out. Don't don't you know? Just cast their struggles aside. Because it's 40 instead of 30 or 10. Because it's from a Swede. Spent a few years in New York City back in the day. 100% fake winners out there. (laughs) Greetings from a Swede. All right, I can accept this testimony. All right, that's expert testimony. He's an expert witness. All right, all right, Oscar. Everybody that that. experiences real winners, they got respect for the other real winners. I don't want to hear any complaining. From fake winners out there anymore okay. the rest of the year. Well, you're saying little... somebody who left real winner. I know it's quite a bit coming from you. This preaching as you have fled to uh, the swamp. I mean, you left Chicago. Here you're chastising other people for, you know, their winners not being cruel and harsh enough, while you have meanwhile fled to uh, the swamp. You're, you know, I, you sipping know on. My ties at the woods or something. I don't know what you're doing down there. But go ahead. I have to say, the somebody else messaged me and summed it up perfectly. Um, it's from a Saskatchewan native. Okay. Said, you know you're in a real winter when every day you think to yourself, why the fuck do I live here? Huh. Yeah. I understand that. You know, not to extend this longer than it needs to go. My biggest, my biggest gripe with the whole thing is just when it gets dark at like four thirty or five, and that that was like, I can deal with a little cold. I can deal with the blast. That could be fun. The snow is fun. I don't mind that. 
my whole thing is when it's like only light out for like eight hours of the day in Boston, going to college in Boston. God, that was brutal. It was dark at like four o'clock. That, that was a tough one. That's my big, my sort of my biggest complaint about those Northern winners. Um, the tilt, right. you know, the tilt of the, the globe gets you. Yeah. Yep. All right. Uh, quick shout out to James Carlson listener. We have a new Ricky nickname. I don't know if you saw this. I did. So he's doing the subprime open rocket mortgage. Now he's doing the Amex. You were calling him. What were you calling him? Credit line or something. Uh, James Carlson is suggesting an alternate nickname for Ricky should now be the Duke of debt. Cause he's got all the, he's got a couple spots. I'm, tr- I'm trying to think if there's anything else in this line. He's got insurance and all this other stuff, underwear, but the Duke of debt, I think works. He's got mortgages and credit cards covered. Um, Duke so of shout debt, out to Duke James Carlson. Shown off, uh, looked like a couple months of growth on the facial hair. Yeah. Yeah. What, uh, what'd you make of Ricky? Let's just do a quick Ricky segment. I have, I have real serious, earnest Ricky thoughts and I'm not trying to pop them actually. So you shot I, one I over 73, have... you know, when, a, when you're basically playing golf and just a birdie fest that fixed. Um, I think I have a I have I have a half baked Ricky take that I'm not yet fully fleshed out, but like, so he was clearly overhyped, right? I mean, he was a legit amateur legend, like really successful, and then he got like he was kind of overhyped, but I think he also kind of fell in this awkward area where so he couldn't so he. A game's passing him by, this current game, right? Like, it's just not suitable to him anymore. The game has changed so much since he became on the scene and is changing, you know, monthly now, not just yearly or five-year segments. And, like, a lot of guys spend those first, like, you know, six, seven, ten years sort of working it out, right? And they get into their 30s and maybe they pounce. And... I feel like now he's gotten to his 30s and the game has changed so much in dramatic way and he kind of got caught in the middle and left behind. And that's not to say he has no success coming down the pike because like he's working through swing changes, all that. But like I think he also got kind of caught in this sort of in-between odd area. Not that he not that like he didn't get come up with the Pro V1 or anything like that, that distinction, but the game has really changed in terms of the chase for speed. And I, I wonder if that is sort of a just a, a casualty for Ricky's prospects and career. And, and that whole decade he got to spend working it out while, you know, of course, banking millions in endorsement money, you know, he's not, not going to be able to use any of that in his 30s because he doesn't have what the modern game sort of uh, rewards most. You know, okay, half-baked, what do you think Ricky, of that? Ricky is the competitor. Sure, you have to have some sympathy because the game has changed and, I don't think his game really fits the modern game. He doesn't hit the ball far enough. He was really long when he came out. Sure. On tour. Right. That's the thing. He was like the top 30 distance guy right off the bat. And now he's pretty middle of the road. Yep. Not not short, but no, not no. long. And, and when you're not dominant, the thing that he's not, he hasn't, he's not a dominant iron player. He's not a dominant driver of the golf ball. And if you aren't one of those two things, you're not going to be a great player on the PGA tour. Yeah. And obviously right now he's like a, a 
an ex, even a lower than low moment for him, even relative to even the last recent years. You know, he's not qualified for Masters, U.S. Open, PGA. He's outside the top. I don't know. I think sixty, about sixty. I'm not sure where he's at. So, just and doing a real swing change. I mean, I, I, he's not going to stay this low, but it, it is a. Today was a rough one too. He sounds down. I, 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 this isn't meant to be another pop Ricky. I actually kind of feels feel for him a little bit, but I'm sure. You know, I feel bad for him. Pillow then, made out of hundred dollar bills, but go ahead. Then I realized he made he's made thirty nine million dollars right on the golf course right. in his career, and he's roughly made ten million dollars a year off the golf course for the last decade. So when I add that up and realize he's made $140 million in his career, roughly, estimate, for uh, being pretty mediocre. <laughs> above average. Let's just say above average. Pedersen. Pedersen levels, right? Carl Pedersen, basically. For amassing as many wins as, as Brian Gay. It's the great Brian <laughs> Gay. And Carl Pedersen. Mark Wilson. He uh, he has made $140 million. So I do wait, not feel bad for him at all, actually. Before we got way off track, what do you make of the beard? Are you okay with that? I thought it was fine. It's a different look. No? It's, it's um, kind of looks like the back of my daughter's head looks like right now. Very patchy. Yeah, I can't grow a beard. So I'm not one to talk. I, I would be equally or worse patchy. Um, all right. What else? Anything else? Well, we're on the subject of vanities and looks. I have another honest to God take, honest to God observation. And I need the more, I need more evidence coming. I think, uh, Pat Reed, Mr. G4, I think Pat Reed looks kind of built right now. What? Yes. I, maybe it was just the shirt he had on. To, you know, he's going with the Brooksy medium type thing. He's looking kind of built in the shoulders, through the shoulders and the arms, upper arms. So I figured while we're doing Ricky's beard, I wanted to get another little vanity. He looked kind of built today. I, I, I it's the whole look is ridiculous because it makes it look like he's got all these sponsors and he doesn't yeah. have any. <laughs> It's Tyler. just insane. I was watching PGA Tour live Tyler's today, and I just was like, God, this guy looks like he's sponsored by a bunch of people, but he's not sponsored by any of them. Uh, uh, <laughs> that's a good point. Hugh Blot and uh, Grindworks have to be, because he's sewing the patches onto the shirts. So. Who knows? Um, they might not be. Is anybody reached just... out for comment? That's We're at point. the point where we don't even know. That's true. We should see if he wants a shotgun start sponsorship That's at true. this point. Maybe we could get that on him. Uh, so, you know, we should sponsor him just so when he does something horrible and objectionable, we can make a grand statement and we're dropping him. Like, no, oh, we can't abide by this behavior. We will no longer sponsor him. Um, you know, we don't sponsor cheaters. We'll make a big show of it. No, I swear. He looks. We don't sponsor bad teammates. He's working on himself. Ryder Cup. He looks 2020, good. 2021, 20, 20, 2012, Jesus. I'm not saying he's approaching the linebacker levels, but maybe like a squat kind of lawn snapper or something. He could start like low center of gravity type. He's got a little shoulder to him, a little arms. Somebody also, by the way, close observer. I can't corroborate. I don't know if I support this one yet, but I I, I take it 
under consideration. Close observer of the game, friend of the program, uh, message to say Brooksy was looking a little portly and thinks Bryson might be in Brooksy's head. And he's just putting on weight. Uh, not so, like the right kind of way. You think that it went from Brooks being in Bryson's head to now Bryson and Brooks' head? I mean, I think that's, I don't know in his head, but I think he could be motivated. I, I think that's certainly plausible. But I, I don't know if Brooks, I, I don't know if I'd say he's looking a little thick, but maybe he's put on a few pounds. I, hey, sure. I got a question. His shirts are ridiculous, by the way. They're just so small. Go ahead. What's your question? While we're on this Pat Reed subject, tying together, putting a bow on on, on our conversation thus far, uh-huh. is is Pat Reed on the golf course? Like the golfer accomplishments, everything we wish Ricky was as a golfer, just purely a on-the-golf-course player. Like wins a decent amount, enough, you know, yeah, uh, sure. Are you talking about from a results or stylistically? or just Results. Results. Just from results and stylistically a little bit. You know, I say similar, somewhat similar games. I don't want the, the stats boys coming at me. But Data you boys. Know, none, none of them overpower the golf course. Neither of okay. them overpower the golf course. You know, it's they both bad. have it's not bad. I don't mind it. This is I like we're just spending this is not in the plan. Fifteen minutes just workshop. Take workshop here. You know, we don't have balling. plans. We didn't have oh, plans. We, never have plans. we just hit record and go. Uh I guess I could see it. I guess I could see it. I think Ricky though, I mean, come on. This the way he's the face of the game. I don't think I think Pat Reed is too low a bar. With with the way that Ricky collects endorsement cash and is this kind of default person, a young, hip, cool, just everybody defaults to oh, get Ricky for it. Let's do Ricky for it. like I think I think Pat Reed's accomplishments are are really not commensurate with the with that sort of endorsement and face of the game type appeal that that Ricky pushes. Um, all right, anything like, else? Would would Ricky get shit if he had Pat Reed's accomplishments? Like what? Would he still I mean, I get think, shit for all of his off the course stuff? I think there'd still be scrutiny because there's that much off the course stuff, is what I'm getting at. I, I don't know if he'd get as much shit as he did, but I think there'd still be some scrutiny because he, he's just on every commercial break. So eight wins, eight wins versus you know five and a major and some Ryder Cup heroics. Uh, WGCs, yeah, yeah. I don't know. He's got some good wins, Pat Reed. Uh, so does Ricky. They're to be pretty fair. similar, actually. Scottish. Ricky's might be better. He doesn't have a lifetime membership to the European Tour, though. <laughs> he so. wasn't Miguel Angel Jimenez's uh, <laughs> six hundred cuts video, though. All right. Anything else from uh, American Express? Now that we've gone into de- who's leading? Brandon Hagee, I believe, a replacement. No, for he's John. not leading. Ben, ben on. Ben on's oh. leading. Is this leaderboard delayed? Maybe am I my actually mine had an update. Hagee leads eight under sixty four. I mean, can't. I was, read, I was reading an article about him leading, and I was looking at my leaderboard, and I, I just hadn't refreshed it. I was, well, uh, everybody was on sixteen. Leaderboard is about as reliable as my Wi Fi these days. You can't. 
It's just you don't even know what you're looking at. You don't know. It's like the Bahamas, the Great Eczema Classic, the walking scores. The guy could be eight under. He could be three over. You don't know. The PGA Tour dot com. You know, they put all their money in gambling content and know when to lay up stuff like that. I don't like. How do you how do you let the leaderboard lapse? This is now becoming a recurring issue for all year, three weeks in think, a row. Think about that. They allegedly spent eighteen million dollars on a driveway. They allegedly <laughs> spent two million dollars on a on coming up with live under par. The now, chain smokers' you, appearance fee had to be substantial too. If you right? gave me twenty million dollars, I would. Surely, build you an application that could that could reliably keep score and not crash and not be one of the worst sports apps of all time. It'd be live though, too. I mean, that's that's my issue. Because when you go to these majors, right? So the major, like the PGA.com or Masters.com, their leaderboard is live. But everybody else, like if you go to PGAtour.com, it's like has to be on a ten minute delay. So it's just like almost worthless. It is um, worthless. Now we have this happening for the rights holder, the PGA Tour, their own events. They're on a delay or just 30 outages. Anyways, Hagee leads eight under 64. I think he was the, the ROM fill-in when ROM WD, if I'm not mistaken. So uh, always a birdie fest. I don't know. You think Hagee's going to win? I don't know. Hopefully. I wouldn't He's mind if Hagee won. Yeah, Max Homa, colleague, nice. fellow podcaster, is also in the mix. He shot a sixty-six. Fellow Cal Bear, Hagen Homa, you know, Hagen went to Cal. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, That's right. He did. That's right. Yeah, we got we got uninteresting Tyler Duncan in the mix. The the aesthetics, the visuals were off the charts tonight. What does that mean? Late in that telecast, sunsets. Oh, it was gorgeous out there made me actually want to be out there you get some bighorn sheep content animal content this week they always do that that's a, it's a very prominent part of this championship now um yeah I, I i it was a good good telecast i gotta i gotta hey i gotta i gotta talk about something go ahead it's your podcast that's why we're here i'm i'm a little worried about a guy that's t15 tomorrow i think he might be a little down in the dumps who could it be? Who? Who is it? He's a guy that's made a big sacrifice. One of the biggest sacrifices one could make. He's done everything for his country. And oh, uh, news... There's like 30 guys tied for 15. Oh, yeah. News of the Olympics likely being done in Tokyo. Oh. Has got to really bum out Rory Sabatini. The VFV. The Slovak... The great Slovak golfer appears that his bid for to play be the first Slovak in the Olympics is going to be postponed yet again. I think there are actually more than twenty guys that are T fifteen. That's how bunched we are. Uh, There's yeah. twenty four. Twenty four. You're better at math than I am. Yeah, the Olympics doesn't look good. We I had saved that for news. There are reports from the Times, I think London, that Japan internally has concluded that they can't hold the Olympics. Now it doesn't sound like the IOC or certainly all the media partners with the big cash and 
different delegations like the United States, uh, you know, they have not weighed in and maybe they put their thumb on the scale and tell Japan you're hosting it. Damn it. You're going to go forward with it. I don't know, but it sounds like Japan has internally concluded they will not be able to host it this year or it would be unfeasible, infeasible. So that's, I mean, we got Rory Sabatini here who changed his entire life around for this one opportunity. And I mean, maybe it's a lesson to us all. Don't marry in just to try and cheat the system. Don't just go hunting for a nationality to, as a backdoor way into the Olympics. Because you never know. Karma. Maybe a pandemic hits and you, your whole chance is wiped out. Now, am I taking his chances off the table for whatever it would be? I guess 2020. What are they let? They're staying on even years, I think. 2024, Do you think they're just going to go to next year? No, do you I think, think it's try, time to keep pushing back? Do you think it's time to try out a winter Olympics? Maybe say summer's not working. We'll try winter next year. Well, what if they just start throwing host hosting these like makeshift events in like bubbles, locales? Like you know, everybody Tokyo doesn't want to do it. We're going to do swimming out in Southern California. Everybody come in. We'll do swimming out in I don't know. That would Hawaii. be kind of cool. What if the Olympics was like a year long competition? Right. What? Where would you choose golf? I mean, I'm sure Sawgrass would throw their weight around, absolutely throw their body in front of that. Try the IGF. Could try to get it. In, I think it should be a DLF. Oh, <laughs> that's a good. That's a great one. That's a great suggestion. The Hero Open, the Indian Open, still is like a TB deter- to to be determined site. Hey, so maybe they give them the Olympics instead. Can I give what? a little intel? Not to break yeah. up this Olympics chat. No, I didn't, I didn't know we were having an Olympics chat. Please break it up. I got some intel from the mayor of Moore Mountain, Jay Rigdon. Mayor of what? Oh, Moore. Okay. Ryan Moore. Ryan Moore Mountain. Mayor, mayor Jay Rigdon informed me. This is first start back from an injury and uh, no longer donning. The regalia, no longer troop. A troop. That's good. Gone, gone AWOL. So it might be a good time to bet on some Ryan Moore futures. He's out of the infirmary. <laughs> Left the army. They, get, they discharged him from the infirmary. All right. <laughs> he suffer, maybe he suffered a, uh, a injury that was deemed, you know, unfit for, for command <laughs> anymore. Yeah, he can't. He's begrudgingly has to leave the troops he's out um, i think he was the first troop i think he was the first guy they signed you might be right like what eight years ago the, the, i you know what i swear to god bob parsons yells more in my house than me or my wife do at our kids because we have golf channel on all the time he's in every ad break shouting at us it's, I wanted to actually talk about this. I'm glad that it naturally segued in here. And the Do new slogan, remember? the science of sexy? Like, come on. Why, why is... Uh, uh, all right, what, what's, your, what's your thought on it? Do you Go remember ahead. when PXG launched and they made a big stink about how they weren't going to do the traditional ad spend? Yeah. They weren't going to yeah. do this. It was this ritzy brand. Like, fast forward, what is it, four years now? They're all over golf channel like every other every other segment 
is brought to you by PXG. We've got Plus, PGA Tour stat breaks from PXG. Yep, yep. Now they're doing this discount discount line clubs that fall into line with the same prices. Let's just let's just call a spade a spade. Their business scheme of just overcharging the shit out of everybody. Guess what? I'm proud to say that golf was smarter than PXG. They didn't fall for their bullshit shitty clubs <laughs> you worked up i mean where's the money coming from is this just out of Bob parsons personal fun that they're sponsoring every other you know segment in the broadcast on the commercial breaks players I, it's he's gonna have a show pretty soon you know he's gonna pay for a driver, driver versus, versus driver, driver type oh yeah and he'll be a judge and he'll be shouting on that he'll be hollering at these contestants shaming them Tell them they can't, you know, they don't have what it takes to be in the troops. Uh, so, anyways, I, that's good for Ryan Moore. I'm, I'll, what's he playing now? Do we care? I don't, I don't, I, I don't remember. He sent, he sent me a picture. I could have gotten info, but you know, any anybody looking for more intel on on Ryan Moore, head over to Moore Mountain and, and talk Jay to Jay Rigged it. Anything else from American Express that amused you or intrigued? Oh, one other thing. You? Uh-huh. We just talked about driver versus driver. John Augustine. Go yeah. to Wilson. Jonathan Jonathan Wall report. But yep. he's going to Wilson. He's actually playing the driver. He I might like be it. playing the Cortex. It's a prototype. I mean, hey, I kind of... I mean, I would like more... I would like a wider funnel here, a wider net. I think this is great. I think Brooks playing Strixon seems like Kepka's playing Strix. Look, I don't give a shit about any of this stuff. Like we don't, we're not gearheads. We don't really care what people play. We, you know, it's all kind of it's gone too far, anyways. Like it, I don't think it's a big deal. But I kind of like that the big boys, you know, Brooksy trying Strixon, John Augustine, the much ballyhooed amateur going to Wilson. Let's get some more. Let's just get a bigger tent with this stuff instead of it always being whatever Callaway Taylor made title list. Let's, let's get some more voices and have some big guns going to these, these other guys. Yeah. Uh, we got Ernie playing Axio. I don't know that that's true. Actually. I'm watching it right now. Big Ern. I had that. He's just, he's having so much fun. He's just out there dancing around on these lava rocks at Twilight, just giggling, having fun with Jim Furyk. He might he might be reborn on the Champions Tour, Big Ernie. Doesn't have to worry about Augusta messing with his mind. Or just tiger. having fun. Yeah, or Tiger. <laughs> or Tiger. That's true. What else from American Express? Anything else? I got nothing else. That's that's all I, I that's all I really want to talk about with AMX. A couple other bits. Phil Literally just being a stand-up comedian for that Wednesday at a charity. Like, just walking and throwing yeah. out one-liners. Not even playing. How I mean, maybe this is his final them? form. He's just going to walk down fairways and make jokes and chat. They had to have paid him for that, right? Well, he's like the ambassador of this event. And was before, I think, even American Express came in. Yeah, Do you I think they pay him for that? Is. Well, yeah, he gets paid to be the ambassador of the event. And How do I become so an ambassador? Days duties to during the week and i guess this is a new one other thing pga tour live with extended commercial breaks while you where you're missing shots i'm sorry i'm not gonna get worked up it was day one i don't want to yell about it but like 
I think that's kind of what the subscription's for. Ten bucks a month. Like I don't pay ten bucks a month for Spotify or Pandora, so I can get the ad breaks too. Like that's not included. I just, I, I like, I get they got to make money. They're probably operated at a loss. I don't know, and I it's just frustrating when, like, I was trying to watch on the, on the treadmill running it, and it, it was just. They missed shots. They had like four and five and six commercial ad breaks. I get throwing one in there, but I just don't. I think that sort of runs counter to the whole why you have a subscription service. Anyways, let, we'll let watch me that tell closely. You not my not apoplectic about it yet because it's day one, but we'll be watching that closely. Go ahead. My silence is no longer bought. Oh, I logged in. I logged, tried to log into PGA Tour Live today. Oh, you know. It's never been a, I've logged in and magically it's worked every time because the, you know, po- folks at po- about it been on the podcast, flipping my sponsor, my, they've been, you know, just flipping my bill on my PGA tour live for a couple you of know, years now. I bring it up on one podcast and the next thing I know it's gone. Somebody must be listening down there. They took away your credentials. You're like, you're like Trump. You no longer have access to Air Force One and all these things. They they just one day you had it, and next day it's gone. Wow! Did you pay, pony up, pay your own hard-earned? Yeah, you I did. I bought it. Okay. I bought it through Amazon. I hear that's the best. Oh really? That's a separate complaint. I'm not going to get into that. Okay. But, all right. But anyways, I love. Yeah, it. they took it away, and now I'm watching commercials. I'm paying. I'm pissed off. It sucks. So now like, I don't watch complaint. commercials on HBO. I don't watch commercials because I pay $15 a month. Yeah. Guess what? HBO's got a ton of shit. PGA Tour Live broadcasts like 20 weeks a year for like four hours, four days a week. And I have to sit and watch loads of commercials for, you know, I'm paying $65 a year. It's such bullshit. To the interest of equal time. It is an excellent, excellent quality streaming service and has been since its inception. Like it never craps out. It never goes on the fritz like the really? leaderboard. I think it, well, when it was with BAM, MLB, whatever, I don't, I, I think it's pretty good. High quality. I, I just don't want to be negative Nancy here all the time. It's, but. it's, it's fine. It's, it's good. <laughs> it's, I think there's a lot of room for improvement all yeah. over the place. I understand that it costs money to put on golf though. So I, yep. I'm not, I'm not going to be sitting here saying it's great. I, I would like the announcers on PGA tour live to acknowledge tournaments outside of the PGA tour. Also, that'd be one thing, one big improvement. Arnie, they could make. Arnie's putting left hand low, huh? Has he done that for a long time? His putter is ridiculous. It's this oversized thing. looks like it's made for a Paul Bunyan or something. Um, all right. I mentioned Bixby Bucks. Just want to say this uh, episode is brought to you by the Shotgun Start Blend at BixbyCoffee.com. It will soon be joined by the Westy Island Blend. We'll share the artwork. I know we shouted it out last episode. I'll post it to Instagram. It's perfect. There's a castaway Westy with his little paunch, his gut hanging over his swimsuit line or something on an island, lifting the ball, putter up, uh, done by Jason Page. So we'll post that on Instagram. Westy Island Blend. I think, what is it? A Kona and something? 
Kona and yeah. Colombia, Kona, Sumatra. I don't know. We're, 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 getting, we're getting our, uh, our test, testers any day now. I can't wait. Yeah. Can't wait to wake up and, and just immediately feel the refreshing, you know, that refreshing scent of Westy Island fun. So if you are a Bixby subscriber, once that's out, you can just send an email to hi at BixbyCoffee.com and they'll sub in Paulina, sub in a Westy Island blend for whatever you want. Two weeks, six months, whatever you want to do. Uh, well, that, that's something you can switch in. If you're not a subscriber, you can subscribe at BixbyCoffee.com or you can buy it one time off one time uh, purchase. I think subscriptions are what? 15% off. And uh, that's a way to support the podcast while hopefully getting a consumable good that you use and we all use as opposed to just, I don't know, donating money to us. We're trying to make this beneficial for all parties, but uh, we appreciate the support of the podcast, appreciate the support of Bixby, and appreciate your support of Bixby. So BixbyCoffee.com. What? what? Other benefit. This is a subscription service that will deliver all year round. It's not just hit or miss. And you won't have commercials in your coffee. Just in your podcast. Just in the podcast. Yeah. All right. Um, hey, if enough, I'll tell you what. If enough people buy coffee and subscribe to coffee, we won't have any commercials in this podcast, except for we're Bixby cutting down. Coffee. We're cutting down this year. We're not. This is. We're going to shout out BixbyCoffee.com Shotgun Star Blend. We're going to make you aware of it, but we're trying to cut down. Um, all right. What else do you have? Anywhere else? Rory McIlroy shot 64 in his first round. That'll all be changed by the time you wake up and listen to this. Do you have anything else from Abu Dhabi? Justin Thomas was I, kind well, of middling. I, Where's Westy? What did Westy do? Oh, he's 10th, three under. He played with JT and Rory. He loves that. He loves that course. That course is great for him. <laughs> I I just hope that this is the year of great Rory McIlroy first round. Why just first rounds? It's been been a major bugaboo, four weeks a year. Oh, it's for I got what you're saying. Okay, good. We're gonna see it. We'll we'll see maybe more than one major if if we see great Roy McIlroy first rounds all year. Yep, he putted well. That I mean, par is irrelevant, but that Abu Dhabi course, those par fives are all like par par fours more or less. Not all of them, but a, a few of them. Anything else for it? They had a three-hour fog delay, so they're running behind. I love it. I love this event. It's just such a soothing thing to wake up to or go to sleep with. You know, uh, their their broadcast crew. It's just it's or to stay up for. You know, stay up for. Yep. Yeah. The the fog delay kind of throws everything off for the rest of the week. But uh, highest recommendation to watch European tour. Uh, hey, my flashback Friday is from Abu Dhabi. You want to go to that? Sure. Sure. We have. Uh, I mean, yeah, go for it. What is it? All right, we're going back to 2015. Not that far long ago. Actually, I go with you. Your Wi-Fi is terrible down there in the swamp. I just you're coming in and out. You're choppy. Uh, 2015 Abu Dhabi. Do you remember what happened? I I've I've. I consider myself a little bit of an unofficial historian of this event. I love it. Is this when there was that ruling in the sand? Keegan or somebody got Tiger? I No, what no. happened? Go ahead. Just like, go ahead. Three-time winner, Martin Keimer, has a six-shot lead heading into oh, Sunday. Yeah. Rory McIlroy said, 
of Keimer. He's playing in his own tournament. Keimer birdies three of the first four holes to extend his lead. Gary Stahl, playing in the group ahead, said, when I saw the leaderboard on the fifth hole, I thought it's not possible to win. Stahl Keimer, is S-T-A-L, right? Isn't he like a S-T-A-L. French? S-T-A-L. Yes, we'll get into Stahl. What, a, what a not... That's... This feels like the least French kind of name you could have. Gary gun- Stahl? I, I mean, feel can't like give me a Thomas LeVay or Victor Dubasson. Gary Whenever Stahl. I see the name Stahl, I think of Gunner Stahl from uh, the Mighty Ducks. Mighty Ducks, yeah. Gunna. <laughs> Gunna. Um, Kyber leads by 10 on the 6th tee. 10 in the final round on the 6th tee. He makes bogey on the six-hole, first one in 47 holes. Then he made a double on nine after a poor drive found a bush. The lead was gone by 13 after another tee shot found another bush. He made a triple. The lead's gone, and Stahl (laughs) takes the lead, so... So uh, Gunnar Stahl, or Gary, as he goes by, Gunnar Stahl has, has made six birdies from holes four through 11. He made a 25-footer on 16 that put him two shots ahead of Keimer and, and McElroy, and he ha- hangs on to win. Rory finishes second. Keimer finishes third. Keimer, after the round, was like in disbelief. Couldn't believe he lost this lead. Says, I do miss fairways, but usually you get away with it. Okay. You don't make double or triple bogey. This is what happened today. Ten shots. The, the Frenchman Stahl the, uh, came into the event ranked 357th in the world. His best previous finish was a tie for fifth at the South African Open just seven days earlier. Wow. McElroy shot 66, and hit every green in regulation on Sunday. He finished, uh, this was his fourth second place finish at Abu Dhabi time. I don't know if he has more of those now. That's kind of crazy. In 2015, he's finished four, uh, second four times. Yeah, I, they were showing it today, a bunch of like top three finishes. But So... Stahl then went on to finish fourth like two weeks later in Dubai. He notched a ninth a few weeks after that at the Lioness Open in the the European Tour. He has not finished in the top ten in an OWGR sanctioned event since. (laughs) Gary Stahl died so Mike Lorenzo Vera could live, maybe. He's like the direct lineage, sort of, you know? Similar type. Gary sure, there are people talking about Gary Stahl, the next great Frenchman. Wait. So a few weeks later, uh, Kymer sat down with BBC's Ian Carter. Yeah, and uh, he said he was glad Probably he blew Ian, the. Wouldn't it be Ian? I don't know. All right, go ahead. I- Ian Eagle gets me all <laughs> screwed up with this stuff. <laughs> You know, the fact that he goes by Ian, I never know what to say. <laughs> so he said, glad he blew the 10-shot lead. 
what Kyra said. What? There were a lot of challenges that I had to face that day that I was really not prepared for. I thought I was, but I wasn't. A few unexpected things happened over four or five holes that I needed to deal with, and and things happened subconsciously that somehow have an effect on your game. If I had been more calm, maybe a bit more into the golf that day and not uh, not so much into the other stuff that happened, I probably would have handled it a little better. If I had won, it would have been great. A fourth Abu Dhabi trophy in my house, a little more dollars in my account, and a few more world ranking points. But it wouldn't have made uh, much of a change. It would have been expected. Then the unexpected happened. Keep in mind, it would have been expected. Another win would have been expected. Then the unexpected happened. And then when you have time to reflect, you're actually glad it happened. Obviously, the result is not one you hope for. What is he for. talking you're about? Glad, you're glad it happened because you have a new experience on the golf course. And for you as a person as well, he's glad he lost his 10-shot lead. I mean... I- Keimer's generally considered one of the more contemplative guys in golf, cerebral, you know, kind of, I don't, but what, I, that's tying me up in knots. He, he hasn't keeps won, going. right? He, he hasn't going. You realize certain things that happened. It's one thing to just think them, but to say them, and obviously the people that you're close to, uh, you means you, can be very honest. It hurts a little bit, and it's difficult, but that's the only way to move forward. Fortunately, you spoke about those things, and we can f- reflect a little bit more, and I know what went wrong, and that's something is very, very important. At this point in his career, at this point in his career, Martin Keimer had 15 worldwide wins. Today, Six years later, Martin Keimer has 15 worldwide wins. Man. His last win is the U.S. Open at Pinehurst, no? On Mm -hmm. either tour? Yes. He he blew this one. He kind of blew the Valderrama last year. I don't remember that. Has Has he been in a major at all? He was in the no, PGA for, for one round. For one second. He had a T7 in, at Baltusrol, which, you know, may or may not have been played. You know, we forget about that. I I, I think I, these I, comments are so crazy because they're spoken like a guy who just was like, okay, this is good. I'm, I'm, he's in his mind, I'm still going to win 15 yeah. more events in my career. And he's not won one since. It's it's crazy. And now he thinks it was a new experience, a good one for him. I mean, he really sounds like Bryson on a different subject. He's more mental than uh, scientific, but I I don't follow that. You know who the runner runners up were at Pinehurst when he won? I mean, he won by eight. Todd was in the mix. <laughs> So he played Ricky. with Ricky. Yeah, Ricky was one. Do you know who the other one was? Oh, Brooksy was in the mix that might one. Be, might make appearances on the minor league golf tour every now and then now. John uh, John Kern? No, Eric Compton. South uh-huh. Florida, Miami guy, I think. 
I completely forgot he was a runner-up. I mean, he was eight shots back, but... Um, all right. Is that your flashback? That was That's great. That's a great Crazy, narration right? of that quote to Ian, to Ian Carter. Ian, Ian Eagle. Ian Carter. I love it. Uh, what else? Do you, anything else you want to get to in golf? I mean, the LPGA event is loaded right now. These Friday results, you know, it's kind of, by the time you listen to this, they're playing early in Orlando, but it's a, a lot of Americans. It's a Solheim Cup year. We got Danielle Kane, Jessica Corda, Nellie Corda, Brittany Linscombe, Stacey Lewis, and Lexi Thompson, all in the t- Angel Stanford as well. All Americans in the top seven. Uh, so they are. Uh, I don't know. There's a long way to go, though. We got three or four more rounds. You have any reaction to that? Great, great leaderboard. It's a fantastic leaderboard. I think it'll probably be a great, great weekend. I kind of feel bad for them that they got to play with all these yahoos, but hey. That's what pays the bills, right? Yeah, everybody does. How I, do, I wonder how that group did with uh with all the with no no pro in it. There's several of them. They they reshuffled it's, the team. It's got to be because of the lack of players. Yeah, right, but just but this, is, this is the other thing with the stack leaderboard. It's a stack leaderboard in a 25 person event with, filled with all winners. That's, that's yeah. Yeah, right. Right. I'm wondering like Eh, should it be world rankings points? You know what people? I'm happy about? What? The fact that the LPGA finally honored Sophia Popoff's win. That's Is this the first re- recognition of with an exemption that she's gotten from it? I would think so, no? Probably? I, I'm not sure. That sounds about right. On the celebrity side... I think Larry Fitzgerald's taking a dive to get people off this off his back, off the trail. Have you seen Aaron Hicks hit a golf ball? He hits like 400 yards, right? Murders it. I mean, it's not surprising. He's like right. Right. A very, very good baseball player. But it is <laughs> like it. I watched his swing today and I was like, whoa. Darren Williams, pride of Illinois. Fitzy. Fitzy shot 92. I think with no celebs at AT&T, he's trying to get people off the scent. Off his, you know, he's got nothing. He's just going to take a dive at this one, kind of cool the temperature a little bit, and come back and pounce a little bit later. He's like, you can always point to the Dime Resorts. He's, only, about, he's beating only AJ two guys, Grant Hill and Kirk Cousins, who must suck. What? AJ Pierzynski in the field. Yeah. I, I don't have anything to add on AJ Pierszynski. Annika shot seventy three. You know, it's all a famer. What uh, tees did she play? I don't know. I don't Do you think know. she played like the celebrity tees or no? Did she play the I, uh, maybe, maybe. Do they play the? Aaron Hicks what shot is... sixty nine. By the way, pretty good. Good stuff. Decent. Uh, all right. Anything else? No. On this Friday episode, I've got news. I mean, I don't know. AP Ryder Cup's gonna planning for forty thousand fans every day. Bay Hill's planning for twenty five percent. Seems like the week after, and the players gonna have something. I saw Paulina Gretzky went on some podcast. I don't know who it was, and dished us some DJ stuff because you never hear anything interesting about DJ, really, right? 
It's mm-hmm. pretty like for by design. I think it's fine. But she said when her and DJ spend time together, they don't watch TV. They have their own iPads. I kind of like that. I couldn't get away with that though. DJ allegedly watches deep sea fishing, Alaska shows, and swamp people. Swamp people. Dustin pre- pretends to care about the housewives, and he he likes to watch Below Deck, which is some sort of a boat show. It's a dating show, right? I don't know something on a boat. Because Paulina goes, he loves it. He's a boat guy. I mean, he's not as much a boat guy as Scrivener, or a. <laughs> Or Billy Hurley the third, the ultimate master and commander, boatman, real boatman. They should do some sort of show where they all these guys are so into their boats. Daniel Berger, yeah. They should do like a semester at sea type show where they're all in the same boat. Billy Hurley's the captain. Um, that's content I would watch. Get rid of the flower bars. Let's do that. Um and maybe then, that could be maybe the flower barge could be the centerpiece of the whole thing. That's true. This is a particularly stupid Friday episode, I have to say. Uh, Last but not least, just because I thought it was relevant because you're down there now. What does Paulina eat in Florida? Quote, the woods. Nothing. It's so disgusting. Like, I love Florida. I was kind of forced into it because it's the golf mecca and everybody lives there. But honestly, it's hard. I mean, what's she's acting like they can't get any food? No culture. They can't get food. Oh my god! There's, there's, it's just chains. I'm sure there's some nice restaurants. They get food flowing in from California, and she's satiated. I don't. It's just so disgusting. She. You know what's weird is the beef isn't good down here. Huh? It doesn't have the same flavor. I love this. These food dicks. Okay. All right. Anything it else? Does, you, know, you do get good produce down here, though. I would think so. I can't imagine. Good, any good seafood or not really? Yeah, good seafood, too. Okay. Okay. I actually don't think I've ever been to South Florida. All right. That's well, it. you should come down for the Honda, you know? Go to your favorite yeah. event. Maybe I should. I, I'd like to go when it's a full full party. You know, everybody, all the creatures, swamp creatures are out there. The 40, 40 and 50 something single scene. Okay. Everyone enjoy your Fridays. Enjoy your weekends. I don't know if you got anything out of this podcast, but uh, hey, sometimes Fridays are like that. You know, I, I enjoyed the uh, Martin Keimer retrospective. Enjoy your weekends. Enjoy the golf, full slate of golf, LPGA, overnight Abu Dhabi, and then a little American Express. Uh, not a lot of sports to compete with, a few NFL games, but uh, just enjoy your golf, and we'll be back with you on Monday. Mm-hmm.